Hi, I'm Omi. And I'm Zara, and welcome to episode 15 of What's Your Own? Yeah, what are we going to do today? Today we're, we're going to like mix it up. New season, we're just going to talk about current affairs every couple of episodes. Yeah. So I feel like a lot has happened this last week in this England. It has. I think the biggest thing is the lockdown rules that Bojo has released. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to ask, do you think we're coming out of lockdown too soon? Uh, yes. I think we are physically in terms of the virus but mentally for everyone in the UK no it's too late to be coming out of lockdown if that makes any sense yeah we could have had a curb on this like last year yeah we could have nipped this in the bud in January yeah that's what makes me sad well we could have nipped it in the bud ages ago as soon as we knew that there was a virus we could have um, started doing the hotel thing. Well, you know, we that's what we... me. They didn't do that. But we've got to see the silver linings. Definitely. How much have you, have you grown in this last year? Weight wise, because... a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Outwards. <laughs> I'm a little bit fluffy, I can't lie. <laughs> Um, how much have I grown? I've realised probably a lot more about myself. If that makes sense. Enlighten us, what have you learned? That <laughs> um probably that I still have a lot of underlying anger issues that I need to deal with at some point in my life. That's new. I didn't know that. I'm really I'm a very angry person. I'm so surprised you can't tell. I don't think you are. Maybe you're just not that angry with me. No, because I've never liked. But then I think I've bit at you. I bite at everyone, to be fair. You've had like that one fight <laughs> that was recorded. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> but that fight that fight was out of love. <laughs> it wasn't even a fight, yeah. That was just like tough love. Which I needed, let's let's be honest. Because like, where is he now? He's definitely he was not worth it. Like I'll support any any man in your life. <laughs> that one, I don't know why you got under my skin. <laughs> I think just because he was shit. <laughs> <laughs> definitely shit. It was the audacity to be as shit as he was and still like be as confident as arrogant at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Where's the audacity? I just can't. Like, does he know who he is? Flat chested man. <laughs> yeah, his chest didn't correlate with the arms, bless him. If you listen to this, you know who you are. What have you learned about yourself? Come on, sis. Um well, last year was I feel like we should have done this as our New Year's new me kind of thing. But last <laughs> New Year say me. <laughs> <laughs> oh last year I started therapy last year, so that was that was something new. Oh yes you did. I think I learned a lot about who I am or why I am the way I am, if that makes sense. Yeah. Who I say I am? If I wasn't, why would I say I am? Anyways, sorry, Eminem. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I've just learned a lot more about why I was doing the things I was doing and, like, changing habits. Changing habits in terms of what? 
mostly like how I am with like my family, friends and like dating as well. I think I think we spoke about this in an earlier episode of how I try and become them. Julia Roberts, runaway bride with her different eggs. Yeah, I remember this. And I feel like that kind of side of me has changed and I'm just going to stick to, this is who I am. <laughs> I think who you are is pretty wonderful. So, you know, Aww. don't change. Still obviously looking looking at no, still working out who I am, but Yeah, I think everyone is. Yeah, got more of a grasp on it. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, I like that. But I think I think at this age that's a good place to be. Like I always remember one of my friends saying that twenty seven was her favourite year because she just felt like she'd done all the therapy and all of that and she just grew you know it was like the other side of it yeah I think we're we're both big advocates of getting therapy we are god knows I need more but that's a that's a story for another day they should make it more accessible to everyone really yeah they should I agree with that I think some people are just reluctant to get it though but at the same time, I feel like you'd never be reluctant because no one ever, unless you actually speak about it with someone else, no one's going to know that you're getting it. Nobody's going to know. They're gonna... <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I think it's just a pride thing, isn't it, for some people? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How do we get here? Um, Boris. Okay, so I know that's like, I do feel like the pandemic's ended. I honestly feels it feels as though I've said this. I feel kind of uncomfortable about lockdown ending, but not yeah. because not because of the COVIDness of it, but like it just feels like that first day of school. I'm like kind of nervous about normality again. Nervous, Billy. I think it's because we've been so used to like not going out, people not seeing us, and like how I feel. Like, correct me if you you feel differently like every insecurity that I have it hasn't been on show for such a long time and now we're gonna go back to normality and I'm gonna go back out again and I'm gonna be so aware of everything that's wrong with me because the world is seeing them again for the first time I guess if that makes any sense you know I I hadn't I hadn't broken it down like that but I think it is that I have a lot of time to overthink (laughs) (laughs) I'm so used to just living Living like a, a trap, really. That yeah, or like when, yeah, or like we're on calls, so and you can like angle yourself a certain way. You can choose what to look like for that like half an hour or whatever. I mean, mine is not very good, but you know what I mean. Like, um, um, but yeah, I think that's how I feel, and I think a lot of people feel like that. There's like this pressure. I think that you know you should have been exercising during lockdown. You should have come out with like a toned body looking like this and this we had some progression like yeah like some personal growth or whatever and we have so that's not a problem I just it's more mental than it is physical <laughs> <laughs> but on the plus side it will be nice to have that normality it'll be nice to go into a pub and like or go to a restaurant go to a bar and just be able to sit there and not leave before 10 and I know and make eyes at Mandem. 
Yeah. <laughs> gonna be like, have you seen the video of that little girl? I think they're like on a golf buggy or something, or like a tour somewhere, and the little girl is turning around at the teenage boys behind her, and she's just like, <laughs> I think that's gonna be us. <laughs> it's so funny. God. That's the other thing. Are you excited about dating properly? No. no. <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like in a weird way. I feel like once I'm like out of lockdown and I'm like, my hair's done again, my roots are touched up, I've got makeup on, I've got nice clothes on, my nails, all of that. I'll feel better about dating, but I don't know what outfits go anymore. Like I don't know what what works. Yeah, I I I get that. I feel like I'm struggling a little bit, but I not but at the same time I'm all, all like, why am I starring? What's wrong with me? I'm like, planning my outfits, if that makes sense. I need new clothes. I've been buying like stocking up during lockdown like I've got summer dresses that I bought in like January um and then selling like my old clothes to like rotate my wardrobe yeah I'm excited sorry dating Mm-mm. got anyone on the go are you ready who's going to be telling you their feelings on January not January June 21st uh no one <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Yeah, no, I haven't got anyone, which is really sad. No, it's not. I feel like dating this last year has been so difficult. It's been an absolute fucking write-off. Some people, like, have met the love of their life, and then... In this last year, how? Just, like, on a dating app or whatever, or luckily they've met them just before the lockdown, so they've had a few weeks together in normality, and then they've gone into lockdown together and just blossomed. Yeah, That's quite risky. Yeah, I think that is. Because you don't know that person outside of lockdown. You've not gone clubbing with this person to see what they're like on a night out or you've not got absolutely wankered in a bar until like three in the morning to see what they're like. Do they get angry? Do they start fights? Do they start crying when they're massively drunk? That kind of thing, you know? Like, you just don't know what this person is like. But then would you learn that in normal dating that quickly anyway? It would probably take like a year to really see who they really are. Um, I don't know. I think back to like three months with my ex, and I was crying after a bottomless brunch because I drank too much. So. <laughs> All right. What a joke! I feel like lockdown has made or break a few couples, though. One hundred percent. I'm kind of glad I was on my own for it. To be fair. Yeah, I think it would have been a lot. I am, but I'm not. I feel like I would have been in better shape if I was with someone. <laughs> Less than to eat. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of something else, but sure. Oh. <laughs> My innocent mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm kind of tired of it, though. I think this year is the year that I kind of want to not settle down. But, like... I told you the other day you're not getting a boyfriend, so I don't know who you're no, Not getting a boyfriend, but, like... Slowing down with the mandem. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, so you. Your SAD will go and you'll be spreading your wings like you know you will. 
it was so painful and I was like I had tears in my eyes it was so painful there was blood everywhere it was just an awful experience and she was like you just need to get used to it basically that's harsh yeah, and the more like she did she know that you had you hadn't had sex at that yeah. point I was such a young pup oh look at you now look at me now <laughs> Tit- titanium but no let me not say <laughs> <laughs> but Matt Hancock what happened after did he say did he respond to any of that um I need to find the thread on Twitter I've lost the thread on Twitter so I've just tried to google it um I don't think he's replying <laughs> so many people were replying and being like don't give forth information and it's so funny Yeah. He's just so stupid. He's just unaware. But and it, let me not make an excuse. Like, you have a whole team behind you that... Yeah. Like they have social teams behind them saying, this is a good tweet, this is a bad tweet. Like, who is telling you that, yo, you can tweet this, this is a good one? Yeah. It's just silly. It's so silly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I find this means well I don't I don't really think he does I think he's just he's a bit robotic I don't there's something about him so like I have categories of men right and I think mm. either say you tell a guy something and they're like oh I had no idea you were going to say that are you just such a prick and are completely unaware of your own actions that you genuinely do not know or are you just fucking stupid and naive which one is he I feel like when it comes to men, they are, um, they're playing it naive. They're doing a Boris because they feel like it won't, it won't, you can't think bad of them if they, if they act like a Dumbo. That's, that's not, that's not the right word to use, is it? No, if they act the naive. Same. Yeah, they're just pulling a Boris because then they, they get away with it because it's like, oh, that's just him though. That's just what he's like. He's not like that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get you. Oh, he's not doing it on purpose. He just doesn't know. Cut him. Yeah. It's that typical line. Oh, but he's just a boy. It's fine. That's what they're like. We make excuses for them. That's why they're like that. Yeah, we make excuses for males, but not females. Anyway, let me not let me not get on that because we won't shut up. And this is supposed to be a... Condem- <laughs> so... Let's go on to happier topics. Uh, tell us about the TV programs that you're watching at the minute. Catch um, last night. It's not actually a happier topic because it's quite a sad show. Brilliant. Um, is it behind behind her eyes? Oh yeah. Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. It's on my list. People keep telling me to watch it. I'm gonna. Oh, if you can watch it in a day, that would be great. It's something I could talk about. I feel like we go in detail about it. Okay. Next it's just episode. Such a good- Okay, I'll say that for next watch time. Watch this space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that. And you watch... I don't know how... Wait, say that again. I don't... We could talk about this, actually, because there's a part in it. But he cheats on his wife. This isn't This isn't a massive part of the story. He cheats on his wife. And um, his wife's not, like, how he remembers her kind of thing. So he cheats on her. And... At the end, 
this isn't ruining the story again. They end up together. But how does how do you feel about that? What taking your the cheating husband back? Why are you smiling? I feel like <laughs> or if like you get with the person who cheated on their wife with you. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm giving away too much of the story, no, I, but I, I just want to understand that I'm okay. It's more his, it's more how what happens. I can't, I can't do it without ruining it. Let me answer the question and then we'll go into it again next week once I've watched it. Yeah, there's just more to it that I can't add in right now. It's fine. Um, based on the limited facts that I have, I feel like this topic <laughs> is very close to home for me and I don't like it. Um, we never even talk about it. <laughs> I said it, and I was like, oh shit, she's yeah, that's why I thought you were giggling. Um, I don't know, is my answer. It's, it's a really tough question, one that I have faced in this life. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to it next week, or whatever we're talking yeah. about. Maybe we are. Can we make a deal that I'll watch Behind Her Eyes and you watch The Wilds? The Wilds is on Netflix. It's on Amazon, if you have Amazon. Yeah, I have. Okay, I'll watch that. It's not giving it a Is it a psychological thriller? It's really good. Just watch it. Don't Google anything about it because you watch each episode and you're like, oh, questions. You have so many questions. It's so good. Can I watch it every day? I reckon so. It's addictive. Okay. Because I reckon you can watch Behind Your Eyes in a Day. The first couple of episodes are a bit slow burning. Burning? Burning. Um... The last few are very good, mm-hmm. and I just want to come back to that question next week because that that little element, yeah, means something. Yeah. Okay. Um, <gasps> one that we have both watched, the act. Loved it. Yeah, me too. And I like, I blew my mind every time I reminded myself that it was based on a true story. That's crazy. Like we get. We've spoken about having toxic families in previous episodes, but this is like the next level. Whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. Does part of you not feel like, you know, at the end, sorry guys, spoilers, at the end where. Or be ashamed of themselves. So there you go, ruin it for them. Her her mum, when she misses her mum at the end, and she's slowly becoming her mum at the end as well. Do you think? I don't know. Yeah, because she was, the way she was treating her boyfriend made me think this is like how mum would treat her. Like she's a bit too like, oh, let me just look after you. I'll sort us out, you know, I'll take care of you. I think that's because he was fucking useless. Not because she was turning into her mum, but her boyfriend was ultimately a fucking useless lump. I don't like him. (laughs) He's so pathetic. I feel so sorry for him. Like he did everything he did was for her. I think I don't know if it's the actor that was playing him pulled on my heartstrings. Not in that kind of way. He just he had like such a sorry look to him yes. that I felt like guy's not mentally right to be getting yeah, life. Like, he's pathetic. This is why I'm such a horrible person because I'm like, ugh. Like and you're like oh. when you look at the actors. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't know. I get that like he's mentally deficient clearly from the things that yeah. he's done previous to what he did in the program then he does what he does on the program and I yeah I don't think he's all there and I think that's why she was the way she was because she just knew that this guy was not going to take charge 
that's my worst nightmare god forbid i marry someone like that god forbid please no i can't i will walk okay. all over you that show didn't show like his history there was the one little part where he was masturbating in a mcdonald's but like that's all we hear about what was what else was there that wasn't in that he'd show he'd been arrested previously i think for like sexual assault charges and de- indecent exposure and stuff like that like he had a history of that kind of thing i'm pretty sure it was him but i've been like on a blood and wine um binge at the minute so i've got like loads of different cases in my head but i well, yeah they did cover this case didn't they? they did i really like that episode i don't like it but you know what i mean I don't know. I still feel like his mental health or his mental incapabilities, is that even a word, is enough for him not to get a life sentence, though. Yeah, but they didn't take that into account. I think his mental problems were not touched on enough in that programme. They were mentioned once. Yeah, but he's got multiple personalities, but, like, it sounds as though it could be schizophrenia or something like that. It could be a lot worse than what it is. Victor comes out. I found that song. I talk to Victor now. Oh boy, that was what was annoying. Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, yeah, I feel like they went from zero to one hundred. There's that one scene where she's walking. She's walking. She has like the option of just walking out the door or going back to her mum, and she chose to go back to her mum. Like she could have easily just been like, "Do you want to run away to her boyfriend and done that?" Why does she have to go to that extreme? But I've read, I know it's not completely the same, but I've read that it takes, on average, domestic violence victims seven tries to leave the person before they're, like, fully cut off and independent. So it must have been like that. She tried to leave a few times, she just physically couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's all she's ever known in her life is her mum. I know, which makes that sad ending really sad when she's, like, leaning on her her mum's spirit or whatever yeah yeah there must be stockholm syndrome involved like i just want to break down her mindset like i wonder if she still misses her mum now if that makes sense i would say that she does you're never going to stop missing your mum i loved how she was so used to being the victim that she even got involved and was like lapping it up as well like you know when she was um in the prison hospital talking to the doctor like can I just keep him in yeah I don't think she's cute Joey King yeah I don't like her I think she's a good actress though yes she is. Like she's- this program shows it I've only ever seen her in like I think there's one horror film I've seen her in this is the first time she's played someone different in my opinion and not just like a normal high school teenager. Yeah. She was a good actress. Yes, yeah, she really was. I would- I'm just like baffled by the story though. I just feel like she had so many chances to like tell someone. Yeah. I suppose she was stuck in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was. It's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. When I. <laughs> That night I I watched it. I went to my mum's room and I was like, I'm about to watch a programme where the daughter kills her mother, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Um, she's like, sleep with one eye open. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give you the heads up. <laughs> Your mum's a 
with you to sit in a wheelchair though. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. God. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. She got her in another way. She didn't have to stab her. No, she didn't. In in real life, she bludgeons her. They bludgeon her. They don't stab her. So that was dramatized. And she loses her virginity in the house after they kill the mother, not before at the cinema. Can you imagine having sex after you've just killed your mom? I find that so odd. I'm pretty sure, like, they stay overnight at the house. Yeah, I can't imagine. Somebody would have noticed them leave, though. Yeah, I think it would have been less suspect if they left during daytime. Because if you get a random car pull up outside her house at night, and that street is just very, like, open, if that's what, what it looks like where they really live. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can see everything, I feel like. Do you think her dad did enough? I think he should have driven to where they lived. Calling the mum, you know what she's like. Calling the mum is not good enough. Yeah, but then he was 17 when they had her. That's very true. I like that he went to visit her in jail, and I feel like I'm not worried about her when she comes out of jail because she obviously is going to have that support network. I hope. But then, like, um, meeting me in jail isn't that not like a little too like you could have met me a lot sooner and seen that this ain't right you could have you could have saved her mum essentially yeah but that's a lot of weight to put on one person I guess yeah that's true I'm sure he probably feels that to be fair yeah it probably plays on his mind and will do until he dies She's out soon, though. Oh, no, it was just parole. She's up for parole yeah. in 2024, I think. Okay. It's not far at all. We've done, like, a prison sentence. <laughs> oh, my God, I panicked then. That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah. It's been a prison sentence, really. I wonder if she will ever, like, I don't know. How can you live a normal life knowing that you got someone to kill your mum or just anyone, kill anyone? I don't know. I hope I never have to know. I feel like she she did not get, like, I feel like she's a lot smarter than she was getting on. And I know this is just basing it off the TV show, but. I felt like she was a lot smarter and she knew exactly what she was doing. He got a really harsh sentence. I'm like, I feel really bad for him. I feel like it should have... They. Sh- I know she suffered at the hands of her mum, but she still knew what she was doing. She wasn't naive. Yeah, so 10 years she, she was naive at the beginning, but then they were like pen pals for two years, weren't they, until they met in person. So I feel like she grew up. From where she got the laptop and the phone and everything, she grew up. She could research things and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think... I think they're basing his sentence on the fact that he was the one holding the murder weapon and the fact that it wasn't his mum, so it wasn't self-defence for him and the fact that he had previous convictions or previous arrests for, like, misconduct and stuff like that, you know? Do you think she got an easier sentence because 
I'm gonna we're gonna start talking about sexism, but because she's a woman, because there's a guy that has recently just come out of spending 53 or 63 years in prison for um, assisting in a murder, but he himself didn't do the murder, and he's only recently just come out. He went in at 15, and I don't know how old he is now. No, he's black. There you go then. With that, along with the fact that he's probably a black and a man, mm-hmm. do you think he's got an easier, easier sentence because she's a woman? That is, I think, partly yes. And I think because they understood why she did it. Yeah, 10 years. I'm sorry, people have sold drugs and got longer than that. Yeah, I know. This is where the injustice system is just shit. But the inju- I always say that the injustice system, the justice system <laughs> is so shit. There's just no, like, there's no cadence for any of these things. Like, they're supposed to be, like, precedents, but it just seems like there's not really. I feel like we made too many excuses for her. Like, I know she suffered. Like, I know, and it's, it's there in my mind, and I get it, but that's not enough. I don't think, if I'm being honest, I think 10 years was probably too much. I didn't expect her to get 10 years. I was shocked and I didn't expect him to get life. I don't, I think both of them got too much. We're going to have to go, we're going to have to talk about the justice system one day. I just find it, we're going to have to do a whole episode about this because I find it so weird where we find cases that are like just so unjust. Yeah, that's good. We could do it. <gasps> that could be a topic for one of our Blood and Wine episodes. Cases where the, the crime doesn't fit the punishment. This would fall greatly under the that. By the way, it's your turn to pick the topic for our next blood and wine, wine and crime episode. By the way, so I hope your noggin is ticking. But yeah, what should we do? Um, should we wrap up? Yeah. Have you- so until next time, guys. Thank you for Please. listening. I couldn't think of what to say then. Like words wouldn't come out of my mouth. Um, thanks for listening, friends. Um, podcast family. Stay fresh. Stay happy. Sorry, we will talk about current affairs. I feel like we spoke a lot about um, what's her name again? Ten years ago. Me. <laughs> oh, and justice for Brittany. For you. Oh, Brittany. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Just think that video had so much relevance. It does. And I completely understand why she shaved her hair off. Same. She she worked it. She pulled it off. Mm, I would hate. That's one thing. Sorry, we are going to wrap up, guys. That's one thing. And you're going to judge me. <laughs> that when I was watching the act, like I would hate to have my bald head on TV. Like I would. Just... If I had a nice bald head, like her head was quite round. Like when she shaved it, like she's got a nice round head. Same it's with really, Britney. It was really flat at the back. Yeah, was it? It was quite round. That's wide. I just, I don't know, it freaked me out. I just, bald heads freak me out anyway. I don't like them. I feel like I would love to do it, but I know, I definitely know I've got a flat head at the back. Yeah, I feel you. It's that time I fell at school. Someone's giving me a piggyback. Well, and then I fell back and flattened my head. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.